Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. Are you are you ashamed that you may have recorded an entire episode of a show into the back of a microphone? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you went to college for yeah, it. Yeah, so. apparently, apparently that doesn't help so much. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> it's the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, 2019 is about to end. Yeah. Uh, this is that's that that's 2019, right? <laughs> I don't know. I I guess right. I I'm pretty sure it is. Um. Uh. I hate being this way, but I'm like I'm in a pretty aggressive mood. My uh, house is getting really cold because my furnace mm-hmm. doesn't work right now. Um. And I'm having kind of a, a rare day, so I'm letting. I'm just gonna lean into feeling kind of negative. Um, okay. and I apologize for what this does to you. Okay. But, um, but, uh, yeah, um, this has not been a great year. Yeah. Um, in some, in some ways, um, it's weird though. Like I'm, I'm, you, I mean, you know that I'm like a, like a disgusting Pollyanna. I just, always seem to find a way to be positive, especially if it's annoying to those I love. Um, and, uh, I feel like I've probably annoyed you with being positive many times. I mean, mostly not annoyed, but you know, (laughs) well, um, I try to remember that whenever I have like a really bad year or a bad time or a bad experience that it often, the way I recover from it kind of is positive. Well, it's always positive. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I try. I, I'm trying to focus on like right this second is that, you know, this year I lost a lot of income um, to, you know, the stupidity that happened with Amazon instant video and yeah. uh, being basically deplatformed and, and, and stuff like that. And I had to completely replan my business model and I almost went broke and, and, you know, it was a lot, but I mean, but I, I'm trying to like also think about the fact that, you know, but I did other things like I, I, you know, grew my physical media business and it was surprisingly decent and I did more conventions independently and they yeah. were successful. And yeah. I, you know, and my Patreon, even though it's not like insane, it's like just teetering on $400 a month. And that's making a huge difference in my life. Um, you know, but I'd be lying if I didn't say I'm fucking tired right now. Yeah, I understand. And, uh, and, and I'm like really uncomfortable that we're talking about this in a way people can hear because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't generally like to show this side because this side doesn't last, you know, I don't stay this upset, um, often. Yeah. You know, the last time I stayed this upset for any real amount of time, you know, I, I got prescribed medication, uh, and I'm nowhere near there. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't want, Mm -hmm. I don't want people to think I'm, I'm really not trying to be overly dramatic. I'm nowhere near like needing, you know, a medical professional to deal with my stress. Um, I'm just tired. Um, but yeah, so this year has been, you know, it's been very trying and, uh, 
And all I want is to have like a, is to have a pretty good holiday. Cause I could use that. And because I am obsessed with Christmas and stuff, um, as, as you painfully know, um, although you like Christmas too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you probably like it more than I do, you know, but I like Christmas. Is that cause of the Judaism? Or- Are you just not allowed to? I mean, that's definitely, that's definitely in there. No, it's no. Um, I I honestly think it's like, it has something to do with working retail a lot. Like, I think just something's wrong. There's just a part of me that doesn't like things now. Or also maybe because I, I feel like at one point I was really edgy and I wasn't supposed to like holidays and Christmas. And so it's really hard for me to be like, no, it's fine. You can, you can like stuff. That's that's but that takes a lot to be able to admit like that you were edgy and that's one of the reasons you didn't like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know how much it takes, but it's probably <laughs> true. So I've always been pretty lame for Christmas, but what really I think turned me around to just like loving it so much was um I lived away from home, mm-hmm. uh, you know, far from home, and uh that made coming that made the holidays really special because i would work all year to have like 6 days i could take off yeah to come home and i would come home and just be so excited to see everybody and to open presents and to give presents and yada 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 you know it was very very fun yeah um and then when i moved back to ohio i was even more excited to celebrate cuz i could have like a whole month of christmasy fun and spending time with people i care about um because you don't know what you got till it's gone. It's like that song mm-hmm. that I don't know who actually did it, but it was one of those 80s hair metal bands. Yeah. Said that. yeah I don't know which one, but they're uh-huh. all the same, so that's fine. Um, but uh, that's when I started to really get nuts for it. And then, of course, there was, um, you know, after I, I started not living with, um, I don't want to like go into it like publicly, but mm-hmm. you know, I had a very bad living situation for mm-hmm. a, for a, for about what two years, three years. It, it, I don't know, but it was a while. It, it yeah. was a long time. Yeah. Um. And uh. And when that ended, it, it just everything in life was better in every way. Mm-hmm. You know. So all of a sudden, I was like, "Hey, I'm throwing a Christmas party." Why? Because I want to throw a party. Shut up. I don't need your judgment. You know, like <laughs> stuff like that. No, because people, you know, be like, why do you like Christmas so much? I'm like, because I love celebrating. And if you don't, you're weird and don't make any sense. Celebration is like the best part of existence. So, you know, I, and I've always been thankful ever since, uh, you know, for being able to like do fun things and have and be able to like one of the greatest blessings ever was the the few, I mean, this year has been tight financially, but I've had a few good years and uh, you know, nothing made me happier than like spending like $400 on Christmas presents. Yeah. You know, just buying everybody something really nice. Yeah. Um, this year I <laughs> bought nearly everybody's Christmas presents from cashing out a change jar. Um, but I don't want that to be like pity. It's just, I had a change jar. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? This might be the most efficient use of this change jar is to cash it out and buy, you know, buy people Christmas presents. Yeah. Um, and I felt, you know, I felt so fortunate that like when I cashed it out, it was like 80, it was like 70 bucks or something. And I was like, man, I could really buy like, you know, several good presents with this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I don't know if this is coming across negative or positive now. I'm I don't completely know. confused. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, um, no, and I've had a lot of good things happen this year. I mean, like I, I did, uh, I did popcorn fodder, which I'm actually shooting an episode of today, which is, you know, 
my hosting movie show, which um, miraculously, Michelle, you've proven your friendship because you've watched every episode. Yay. Uh, Finally, there's proof. (laughs) I just can't imagine if I didn't, uh, you know, do that show that you would ever have sat down and watched Driller Killer. But I, yeah, that's, that's probably true. I still like that. That was one of my favorites. So, <laughs> oh well, and that was the, well. That's the thing, you because know, you know when you mentioned like being edgy and stuff. One thing I've always liked about you ever since we first met, you know, ten some years ago. Um, one of the the things I've always liked about you is that you really aren't a snob. Thanks. Like if, if you okay. like something, you just like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, but I mean, but it's the truth. And I remember one of the first conversations we ever had. Um. It was, you know, this was like what? This would have been two thousand like seven or eight mm-hmm. when we met, and it was like uh, we were talking about like people, you know, how you like how people want to eat the rich, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and your response to it was just you were like, I don't know what their lives are like or how they live. I don't want to make any rules for them, and I was just like, whoa, you know, coming from a, a punk as fuck uh, young woman. <laughs> Uh, you know, I was just impressed. I mean, cause that was just, that's just a level of empathy that, you know, is definitely not cool. It's just you. It's, it's just definitely who you are. not cool. <laughs> but, uh, but I always appreciated that, you know, uh, a lot. And, and, and the, like when I first met you, you know, I didn't share a lot of the stuff that I liked because I was afraid it was too lame for you. Uh, well, no, I'm just being, I'm just telling you the truth, you know? Um, but like, you know, since then, like I should, I got, I got the privilege of sitting and showing you all seven Nightmare on Elm Street movies, mm-hmm. um, because you were captive. Yes. You, you literally couldn't do anything about it. Your shoulder was in a sling and I was the only person washing your dishes and feeding you. <laughs> so you had to do what I say or else, but, uh, but no, um, but yeah, so it's like, I don't, it's just, uh, I, while I, I, I'm thrilled that you like Driller Killer so much, I actually thought you'd like that one because it was very like a uh, 1980s, mm-hmm. uh, New York city flavor. Yeah. Like it has that, that feeling of that era, but right when you could still get, you know, horribly, horribly maimed going to the grocery store, mm-hmm. um, you know, the good old days of New York. Yeah. Um, but no, I, you, you've always been very open to watching things, but I will say that that all being said, would you have ever watched Driller Killer if it hadn't been on my show? Oh yeah, no, probably not. No. <laughs> and that's, but that's like one of my favorite things about you is like, you may, I mean, why would you happen upon that? But if you do and you like it, you have no problem immediately admitting it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that's just something about you that I, I appreciate and I'm going to be. Uh, apparently I'm, I, I, this is what always happens. I start anger and then turn like really soft, sentimental almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember, uh, when I was doing open mics and stuff? Uh, well, no, it was after open mics. It was when I started playing shows, um, a little bit. Uh, there was this event, uh, called the rock and roll play date, which was like a little bit more advanced, than uh, uh open mic because it had like a drummer okay. that would play with you yeah. if you wanted them to and uh, it was really fun and my buddy jay was playing the drums there well i had just this was before i had a smartphone wow and um i was after i was done uh playing my drummer jay had to go home for some reason and uh, i was hanging out with a girl i was on a date with and i think it was like her second date and jay sends me a notification that apparently the sound guy you know the guy who's being paid to run sound at the thing was talking crap about me on his facebook 
I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He said something like fat guys with ukuleles. It's getting old. It's not funny or whatever. (sighs) And I sat there the entire open mic, like fuming. And this woman who did not know me very well is like, oh my God. Cause I'm literally, I'm letting out my anger, like just sitting there. So I'm literally saying to myself stuff like, you know, I'm going to fucking walk up to him, just spit in his face. I'm going to punch him in the head, you know? And then it all culminated in me walking up to him when the show was over and saying, and saying, uh, you said some mean things about me and they really hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was what yeah. I said. And then he, started, he started apologizing and saying that, uh, you know, he was having a bad night and all this stuff. And I was like, well, you know, I, I do have feelings. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I would be kinder in that story, but it's been 10 years and that guy has just been a piece of shit. <laughs> like in every story I've ever heard about him. Um, <sighs> One of my favorite things about him, though, is that uh, a local musician named Todd the Fox, who's you know brilliantly talented, uh, Todd gave him a nickname because none of us wanted to say his, his real name because we just hated his guest so much. But Todd started, because Todd plays so many shows, Todd started calling him Old Deffy because every show he played, uh, if, if there was no bass whatsoever, it was because that fucking guy was running the soundboard. Right. <laughs> he was looking, yeah. like, oh, man, we got Old Deffy. No one's going to hear our upright bass player. Oh, God. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so in typical Henrik fashion, I started being like maybe even edgy and sincerely uh, upset. And then I turned into just kind of like appreciative and self-deprecating because mm-hmm. that's just where I, I fucking exist, I guess. Well, that's okay. Um, do you remember, uh, I think it was the, the first Christmas that you and I were friends, uh, was when I was leaving New Jersey. Mm hmm. Uh, and I, I, one of my fondest memories of that Christmas was, was you playing a show at a mall. Yeah. Because yeah. you my best memory of it is just your guitar strap. Mm-hmm. Let go of your guitar while you were playing. Yeah. And I ran in and like put it back on <laughs> as fast as I could while you, were, while you were standing there. I think you didn't stop playing. No, I, 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 was, I don't think I did either. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but your guitar is pretty heavy. I mean, you, you definitely need a strap to, uh. To make that work. Well, it's an acoustic guitar. You, I mean, you can't play it well standing without a strap, at least. Well, well especially not when you're... How tall are you? Like five-something? Five-nothing? Like 5'3". Five 5'3", three. Five three, yeah. And, and you weigh... I mean, you, you have to weigh, wear weighted boots if it's a windy day. So, you know, yeah. you, you, needed, you needed all the help you could get with the strap and everything. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I don't know... Um, yeah, I guess it hasn't been the worst year by any stretch. It's just, you know. It's just it's just been hard. Yeah, I get it. I put a lot of expectation on myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, today's a good example because I have like a million damn things to do. And and yeah, I'm just tired. I actually I went to bed last night. You'll appreciate this. I went to bed last night watching um, like a Hallmark or Lifetime Channel Christmas movie. Yeah. And I I couldn't fall asleep because I got so into it. Oh. Oh. And I actually like at one point rolled over in my bed. It was just like, this is so great. Like, I, love, <laughs> I love those movies so much. It was The Flight Before Christmas. I don't think I know that one. Oh man, it's got um the woman who played Blossom is the oh, main character. Yeah, I definitely don't know that one. It's it's good. I mean, I didn't finish it. I did fall asleep because it was like two in the morning, but I like w- I like sat up through like forty eight minutes of it. I'm gonna watch the rest, you know, later today in my incredibly packed goddamn schedule. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, um, so that was nice. Um, 
but yeah, so I mean, I'm mostly actually pretty thankful because it's like, it's like that, that, you know, the, when bad things happen, you have to look at who's helping and that's what you should really focus on is the fact that so many people are helping and not that such a bad thing happened. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way. I think, is this too sad? I feel like this is way too sad. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so why don't you talk about something sad? What? But what? <laughs> You're like, you got to narrow it down. Yeah, like, what sad thing would you like me to talk about? Um, <laughs> I'll never forget. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to reminisce about fun times we've had because uh, that's making me happy. Okay. Um, remember when you, you came all the way to Ohio for my movie premiere? Yeah. Yeah. And and uh the movie premiere was a huge success and that was a big deal. I hadn't had any of those yet. That was like the first mm-hmm. one. That yeah. was like a giant success. And um we went to that fancy restaurant and just mortified the couple sitting next to us. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good day. <laughs> Because we were, we we decided to play a game of what's the saddest thing you've ever eaten. Yeah, <laughs> and I believe your uh, winning answer was dumpster bread soup. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. <laughs> well, it's you see, your story won because not only was that really bad, but you ate like like what five servings of it or whatever. Yeah, I tried. I tried to like finish the whole thing, but there was just so much. <laughs> so I think yeah, after like five meals, I was like, okay. That's it's been almost a week. I gotta, I gotta move on. <laughs> gotta move on with my life. Yeah. Oh God, that was really bad. You know, the bread itself was pretty good. If I had not thrown it in whatever the hell it was, I cooked it in tomato sauce, something. Oh. I don't know. I don't. I could be misremembering that, but it was gross. It was really gross. <laughs> it sounds pretty gross. Yeah. Um. So, well, how, how, since we're just kind of reflective, I mean, how was your year? Um, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it was really stressful, I guess. I guess that's basically how my year was. It was just basically all stress all the time. Um, I have, I was promoted to a different position in the, the thing that I work for. Um, and that's just been really stressful. Yeah. Uh and it it's not like bad. It it probably was better than the alternative which was me like not working there anymore and then not having a job. Um <laughs> I guess uh it it's not it's not bad at all. It's just been incredibly difficult to get everything done and I have I have two jobs, so I've been trying to balance things and then I have other things that I do that are not that people don't pay me for. Um like this. Yeah, yeah, like this. <laughs> um, that I have to like balance in my life. So it's just been this is really stressful. Um so that's that's basically that. This is um I mean, I guess what's this year? 2019 again. We already <laughs> we said that. that game. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, I guess this is this or 2018 was probably the like the first real year that I've kind of come out as like really a weeb, um, like really really full force again. Um, so that's been weird. That's been a weird part know, of my life. Would you yeah. like to define weeb or should I? Um, Just in case someone doesn't. I, I mean, know. I could kind of define it. There's not like it's not. There's not a really good way to do it. Like it's it's meant a couple of different things since it became a word. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best I can do is it's someone who is like 
Uh, I mean, it was kind of like, I think when, when the word originated in the community, it was like kind of supposed to be like a word for like non uh, Japanese people who were like really into Japanese culture. Um, but now it's just kind of become like, like super hardcore anime fan word. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of re- replaced otaku. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Which was the word that we used previously. Um, but now apparently that's like really cringy and we don't do that anymore. But weeb is also like not great either. Um, uh, so yeah, that's what that means, I guess. So an anime enthusiast, but also somewhat of a Japanese culture enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think it means that anymore. Like we don't like when I hear people use it, um, negatively, especially like not in the community. Um, (laughs) they're definitely just referring to someone who like just watches a ton of anime and is not cool. Um, so yeah, remember ramen is just weeb spaghetti. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's one of my favorite memes I ever saw. <laughs> well, and the meme with like you know weeb meets another weeb, and then they're immediately washing their hands after they shake hands. Yes, there are tons of those. Um, <laughs> because yeah, I found that one. I think that was that was good. Um, uh, there are tons of those because like even within you know communities of people who watch anime, like it's still not cool. Um, at all. Yeah. It's really not cool. Um, so yeah, I was definitely going to say something else, but I don't really remember. About that's okay. You don't have to say anything else about that, That's okay. but it's okay. We all still like you. No, um, no, nobody likes me. <laughs> well, so, so you've, you've, you've been more out as a weeb, which I'm happy about because, uh, I think it's a cool thing that you're a fan of because you've introduced me to anime, or as I prefer to call it, Japanimation. <laughs> um, but no, because uh, you showed me ReZero about three years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever that was. Well, I know it was in your old house, mm-hmm. so I, yeah. that's how I can remember how long ago it was yeah. uh, pretty easily. But I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then you showed me Death Note, mm-hmm. which was awesome, which is more of like a, uh, a publicly accepted great anime too. That's like, you know, everybody seems to like it. Yeah. Yeah. In general, except like people who are too edgy to like death note. But, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's what I mean is like non anime fans mm-hmm, seem to really mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very accessible. Mm-hmm. And then you showed me the first season of mob psycho 100, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And I really need to schedule a trip to visit you just to watch season two yeah. of Mob Psycho 100. Um, I know I could watch it on my own. That's not the goddamn point. Um, but I, I didn't have any appreciation for anime prior. Um, uh, I didn't realize how obsessively um, cinephile anime mm-hmm. creators seem to be. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's one I'm totally forgetting. The one with the the, yeah. the, the one. Yeah, oh, erased. Gosh, what is it called? Erased. Erased. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Yeah, erased. You know what made, well, and that's what jogged my memory was uh when he would travel like back in time, they would change the cinematic style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's what made me remember erased, because prior mm-hmm. erased was, I guess, erased from my brain. Um mm-hmm. no, that was terrible, horrible <laughs> experience for everybody. One star <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Um, but no, uh, 
uh, yeah, I was just fascinated by like these uh, anime makers. Are, they have to be like serious cinema nerds, mm-hmm. yeah, because they're obsessed with doing things that are cinematic that don't have anything to do with what they're doing. Uh, and when I say that, I mean like things like creating depth of field or creating camera angles that don't really that would that were originally invented out of necessity, but they're doing them for the sake of like the appearance, the aesthetic, which is cool. I mm-hmm. love it. It's just as a person who operates cameras all the time, all the time, I would look at that and be like, there's no reason for that shot to be in this anime because they can just draw it the way they want it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they're doing it because, you know, they're referencing things, which is really, really cool. Yeah. So, you know, you've definitely grown my appreciation for anime, you know, you know, monumentally. I'm, I'm glad. I'm probably not glad. I mean, I mean you were probably safer before. Um, <laughs> but on that note, um, that's only like people who were doing a good job with anime. Like I haven't shown you, I don't think, I mean, ReZero is like really well liked, but also like, I don't know if people like think it's like a classic or it's going to go in that direction. Um, but I, in general, I've showed you things that like, um, I think are done super, super well. I haven't been yeah. like, here's this random thing that I'm watching this week that like, I don't even know if I like it and it's really boring and they're having trouble animating these characters, even though it's called anime. And they don't I mean, seem to know how to make people move. I mean, you're you're, you're saying, preaching to the choir. I don't uh, suggest you watch every uh, horror movie I yeah, put on my yeah. TV every mm-hmm. week. And some of them, your mileage may vary. Uh, <laughs> that's why I showed you Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, in order. Mm-hmm, so, that, mm-hmm. so that by the time you were watching Nightmare on Elm Street 5, you, uh, you, had, a, you had a foundation. That's kind of, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to show you... Uh, 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 Tenga Tapa Gurren Lagan because like it's like I think it's great but it has a bunch of episodes that are like why is this an episode why would you do this but I think you're at a point now that like I could just show them to you and be like this is why this is bad I don't know why they did this but it's still a great anime uh, well no that sounds good to me because I you know I as I get older the more I realize I like to pontificate about why I actually like things mm-hmm. I guess that's part of getting older or something. Who cares? Um, so, so, uh, so yeah, so you've come out more as a weeb this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've taken on more responsibilities at your, your main job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I know that's been very stressful. Obviously we've talked about it a lot, just, you know, in general. Yeah. Um, and, but uh, some pos- other positives, you uh, love your house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's doing it's doing its thing. It's being a house. This is your second year there, right? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. would be in January. I will be I will have been here for two years. So Yeah. And you like that house a lot. Yeah, I do. Um yeah, there's it's it's a good house, I guess, probably. <laughs> Until something happens. It's not good. So I mean I like that house a lot. So Thanks. um and you just got siding put on it, which was a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's done, and I still don't have any light at the back of my house, so I won't tell you where I live, so please don't come and break in. <laughs> well, you have an attack cat. Yeah, yeah, she's, she'll, she'll attack you. Don't. Don't break in. Don't break please. in. She's going to get you. <laughs> um, is there anything else that has been on your mind a lot? You know, just, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you get this way. I get, like, really weird, like, when the year's ending. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Not like, and not a, not necessarily depressed. Uh, it depends. 
Um, but I definitely, I do start to reflect pretty hard. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I do that as much. Um, mm. like, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing people do that kind of on social media. Like they're starting to post like, you know, or especially since we're like, it's next year is a new kind of a new decade, I yeah. guess. Um, so people are like, here's what I was doing at the beginning of the decade. Here's what I'm doing now. That kind of stuff. Like I, I don't do that as much. I just don't really want to. Honestly. I don't want to think about 2009 because that's ar- that was arguably the worst year of my life. Yeah, yeah, that so. was a hard year. So, um, yeah, shit. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, but you know what? I think we need to take a second to be truly thankful of one thing and one thing only. Mm-hmm. And that is that this year is not an election year. But isn't that coming up? Yeah, but we're talking about this year, not next year. But didn't it still feel like an election year? I have a feeling next year is going to feel way more like one because it is one. Yeah, I I guess. So do not spoil my joy over the fact that at least we didn't have the election this December or November, whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck. Um, At least there's that. That's that's true. uh, But then we can look forward to it next year. I will not be looking forward to it. Uh, I think I'm going to try to, I'm going to save up all my pennies and next year on election day, I'm going to get us a cabin in the middle of the woods. Okay. And we're just going to go there. You, you can bring gigs. Okay. And uh, she probably won't like that. No, she will. She won't oh, like okay. driving, but she won't mind being in a new place. <laughs> well, I didn't think she would mind. I figured I was mostly referring to the trip. Okay. Well then we have to like. go somewhere near me, I guess. <laughs> we could put up a tent in your backyard that, or just, we could just use your shed. Okay, or my basement, and we can just pretend. <gasps> Ooh, imagination. <laughs> I love using my imagination. Um, but no, uh, overall, it's. I think it has actually been a pretty okay year. Good. It's been a good year. Um, definitely the second half has been really good uh, in comparison. Yeah. So, do you have anything that you're hoping to do next year? No, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I know you're not big on stuff like that. I'm just, you know, yeah, I, I try really hard not to set to, cause I really don't know what's going to happen with yeah. anything right now. Um, I'd like to have less jobs. Um, so I'm going to ha- try to do that, have less jobs next year. Um, uh, and I'd like to tour, but I, but again, like, I'm just not sure what's going to happen towards the end of the year. So we'll see. Well, you had to take a little break from it when you bought the house, you know, just to get yourself equalized. Yeah. Yeah. But there were other reasons. So we'll see if I can figure out how I can sleep in places and not get bed bugs. So if I can't, it's not, it can't happen. Well, you can definitely sleep here and we don't have bed bugs. Okay. I, okay. So that'll, it'll be one place. <laughs> Got it. Well, and the dogs would really like to meet you. Yeah. They're pretty cool. You know, that's a big blessing this year was adopting Chicano. Mm, yeah, that was this year. Yeah, in April. Wow. Yeah, I haven't even had him that long. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's a great dog. He's sweet. And I cuddled him la- yesterday. He cuddled me so hard on the couch that I was struggling not to pee myself because he wouldn't let me up. I know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I guess we're, I guess, you know, what we're really doing right now is calling it quits on 2019. Okay. Yeah. That, so, I mean, that, that's fine with me since. 
Well, I do want to say one thing is uh, I'm really thankful for your friendship. I'm thankful for your friendship too. And I still think that you could find a better friend. (laughs) (laughs) But I I know you you always say that, but I just, I just really am. Um, You've been a good friend to me through an incredible amount of of times and just realizing that it's been 10 years since 2009, which was like such a terrible year. And you were there for me so much. Um, You've not only been my acquaintance for 10 years, uh, you've been like my best friend on the planet for 10 years. Yeah. So I just really want you to know how much I appreciate it and, uh, and how much, um, I enjoy doing the show with you. Um, I actually really, really enjoy it. I, I'm having like a really bad day at the end of a really bad string of luck. Mm-hmm. And I ended up really enjoying sitting down with you today and talking. Good. And I was like, right before we started, I was like a dick hair away from saying, no, we'll just do this next week. I got to mm-hmm. I got to I'm just going to go lay down or something. Uh, but I'm glad we did it, even though this is weird. But you know what? I'm this show. We did not. We did not start doing this show to uh, to be normal. I Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> it was not so that this could be average and identifiable by everybody. So, yeah. Um, but no, I, I am thankful of your friendship and I'm thankful that you agreed somehow to do this show with me. <laughs> Um, well, I'm, um, I'm really thankful for your friendship too. It's like, you you don't have to. So if you want to (laughs) stop anytime, it's okay. I understand. Uh, maybe next year if you try hard. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.